Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, coming to you from River Road Studios. Today's show is sponsored by Occupy Medical. Occupy Medical is a free integrated health clinic in Springfield, Oregon. You can find us on the web at occupy-medical.org. And just remember, we are 501c3 organization. We help with integrated health and we are a free clinic and we're full of love. So make sure you write out those donations and we will send you a tax receipt. Uh, get healthy now with Candace. Get healthy now with Candace, connecting people with plants to transform lives. As the old year wraps up and the new year, new year starts off, I bet you y'all are looking to get your healthcare goals met this year, right? Sure, I am. I would love to work with you. I am accepting new clients. If you'd like to learn more, contact me through gethealthynowwithcandace.com. And Hunter Creation, if you're looking to get your business cards or brochures or posters, banners printed, Hunter Creation can help you save a lot of money, and they usually beat Vista Print. So if you're looking for good printing prices, contact HunterCreation.com. That's all you new herbal businesses, too, over this next year. You're going to need printing. Mm-hmm. Yep, you'll need That's printing. That's for sure. And Vista Print. It's not necessarily your friend. No, no they, they uh, did a really great job of selling my uh, email. Oh. Lots of places. Great. I did not appreciate that. No, bad, bad. Right. Y'all didn't do that for me, though. So that's but, why we're using Let Hunter y'all. Creation do it. They'll mm-hmm. do it right. All right. Sue Sierra Lupe. Sierra Lupe Herbals Consulting is my personal herbal consulting business, and my specialty is working with existing diagnosis and medication, although I have patients that come in that don't have um, existing uh, medication and I help supplement whatever the things are that you've got going in your life to achieve a healthier lifestyle. Uh, you can reach me at Sierra Lupe Herbal Consulting at gmail.com. Yes. And remember, Sue's really, really good at connecting and talking with doctors and speaking their language. So if you're concerned about the herbs that you want to use and you want to make sure that the doctor respects that, Sue will be your person. That's right. I speak doc. All right. Ace High Heat Graphics. If you're looking for custom and printed shirts or hats, they've got you covered. If you're looking for a great way to fundraise for your organizations, they can offer you a one-color white shirt at $5.25, which allows you to turn around and sell for a whole lot more. So if you have any fundraising needs, contact acehighheatgraphics.com or sales at acehighheatgraphics.com. Oh, and don't forget... That you will also be supporting youth because that's actually a youth-owned business. That's right. It is. It is a youth-owned business. Uh, Herbal Nerd Society, guys. The Herbal Nerd Society is my favorite group of folks. Yes, they are fabulous. <laughs> they are wonderful. <laughs> yeah. The Herbal Nerd Society is our collective society mm-hmm. for teaching and sharing great information on herbs. Mm-hmm. They support us by paying a small monthly membership fee and we support them in their herbal studies by creating and writing on different herbs each month. Yep. We focus on one herb a month, which we've said over and over again, that's the best way to learn herbs. Just take one and focus on it and be- make it your friend. And yep. for those of you who've tried that and then say, oh my God, so I got to know these five herbs really well, but I really don't know how to formulate with them. We write articles every month on on formulation for working with the specific herb that we're working with. Mm -hmm. And once you get to know it really well, here's some ideas for how to formulate with it. Using it energetically. um, We'll pick one of the chemical constituents and talk about that one. And then you find when we're talking about another herb, it'll have a similar chemical in it and then you're interlacing your knowledge through the months so that you understand how these herbs work with our bodies even better. It's pretty fun. And just a, a basic introduction that Candace specializes in mm-hmm. every time is nice so that you're not lost in this herbal yeah. herbal world. You, you have a, a helping hand along the way. And we'll, the, in that introduction, we usually source videos that are beyond the practical herbalist. So you mm-hmm. kind of get an idea of some other potential herbal teachers that might be good ones to look at. Yep. And a thought on whether or not this might be an herb you can grow. Mm-hmm. That's right. Other, be- other benefits are access to all of the past podcasts that you can stream from your iPhone or phone or your computer. 
and also a typically an advertising free um, re- readability on the on the uh, on the website. Yep. Yep. I had a whole different sentence to say there, but it didn't work out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, ad free viewing. There yes, you go. Ad free viewing. Yeah. So uh, for forty nine ninety nine a month or four ninety nine no forty nine ninety nine for the year. Yeah, that makes and four dollars ninety nine cents a month, you can become a member and support the Black Tower Plus Radio Radio. So, on with the show. It's January. It's the second week. How many of us have already fallen off the bandwagon for our New Year's resolutions? How many of us are fighting through it and keeping it going? And our show today is we're going to talk about news resolutions, but more specifically the goals and kind of practicing what we preach a little bit. So, without further ado, here's your host, Candace Hunter, and... Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism Radio. So who's fallen off the bandwagon? Anyone? Not yet. I I, I have not. I'm still mature. Uh, Woohoo! <laughs> it's, it, I had resolved that I was going to, even if I was mad at people, that I was still going to give them space to, to be, for a space for either me to figure out that I might be wrong. <laughs> and if someone else made an error, then give them space to, to correct that error rather than just being angry. Mm-hmm. Like be patient and kind. And you've had a lot of fights already in the last week. Oh, I've been duking it out. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there, I did actually had an encounter recently that I won't go into like a great that. deal of. I like that encounter. It was an, an encounter. encounter and the person annoyed me uh, and I just was like, I can't even think about this right now. It's not something for me to talk about. And I just let it sit there rather than address it immediately and then waited to gather other information before making a judgment in that. Um, I'm still annoyed with that person, but I feel like I need more information before having a conversation. That sounds like a close encounter of the third kind. <laughs> no, that's a, I thought of that. It's yeah. a first kind. It's the first, the first kind. One? First kind. The first kind. Okay. Right. So oh, the second kind is where you. No, I think that's animals. Try to rip their heads off. I think that's animals. Uh-huh. Third kind's from out there. Oh, alien. Uh, okay. The truth is out there. The truth, the truth is, is out, out there. there. Okay. Well, good job. Thanks. Good job. Yep. I, had, I noticed I was getting angrier faster over the lap over this winter mm. are just and even when i'm in front of people that i should be showing more leadership qualities i was uh having little tantrums by it's expressing how mad i was it's always mm-hmm. hard to be our best self yes. yeah i was Especially. just trying to be like a little bit better than before <laughs> really <laughs> keeping it well, when we're in front of people and we're in leadership roles and doing that stuff, that's when we have to be the actor, right? Yeah. You know, our best self, the person that once the door closes, yeah, that you 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 know you go off, but right. in front of everybody, it's you know leader. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I yeah. I'm not I'm not seeing that the person that I really am is the foot stomper. You know, the person that I really am is the person that deals with whatever situation is there. No, so. I I am a I really am a person that tries to think about stuff. There was a person that came in that we were asking for help from their agency into my clinic, and we had to work really hard to get through dispatch to get that ally in the door. Mm. And I got in a conversation with them, and they said, "Well, in order to get through dispatch, in order to get the emergency service that we provide, here are the lies you're going to have to say." Mm-hmm. In order to get us in there and just, you know, say the lies to dispatch, get us in the door. And then when we get in the door, then tell us what the actual situation is. But you guys know that the patients that you serve are fragile and they need extra care, care that we provide. So dispatch doesn't get to be the decision maker for whether they they get the care that they need. And I was furious <laughs> like, so i gotta be a pirate we yeah. all we all know you know we gotta storm the ship and we have to 
we have to have this facade in order to get real life help for people that are in real danger. Yeah. And that's. That's kind of like bribing the customs agent or something. Right, exactly. That's how I felt. I was kind of corrupt. But there was also like there was my staff was there and then there's some patients that were within eyesight. And so, okay, well, I appreciate it. I guess it's like a code is the way Uh I phrased it, a code to get the help for those that we serve. Okay. Really appreciate you sharing that code with me. Mm -hmm. And then the person left and I went off into the break room for a minute. God, what's wrong with society? And you know, right. into the Hulk, and then back, and, and then put it back in the bottle. Yeah, and- <laughs> I just got it. I got a good tool. It's not. Yeah. It's not my favorite tool, but it's. It'll help. Good. So I did. I did keep my resolution. So your beef with was with society. My beef is with the um, dispatch when you call nine one one or non emergency that. There are things you have to tell them in order to get help for people that desperately need it. Which may not be entirely but true. But isn't true. You might have to tell lies to the dispatch to get the help dispatched. Once the help arrives, you can tell them the truth and the yep. proper help will be given. Because they do not value the people that we serve. Mm-hmm. And it has become policy. And it makes me really angry. Yeah, because it boils down to money. Correct. It boils down to discrimination. Well, it does, but it seems like it seems like if if we could do it, there would be like a class action lawsuit there. But who's going to pay the lawyers? Right. right. (laughs) I'm just going to keep doing what I do really, really Mm -hmm. well. And I know I'm not the only person that said this. And I know back Mm -hmm. when I was a social worker, I also had to figure out really, really clever ways to get the people that I served the things that they needed. And I felt like a pirate back then, too. And it annoyed me then. I just kind of thought, well, maybe that's just what social workers do. You're just infiltrating the bureaucracy. I guess so. Yes. <laughs> yes. But again, I'm not special. Uh, our town is not special. It's all over America. It's, I yeah. understand. And that doesn't make me feel better. No. Actually, no. It's like a cancer all over America. Uh-huh. Yeah. We should just... People deserve care. They should just get care. At the end. That's that's mm-hmm. my thing. So Yeah. But that's a total... It's a values difference. You have one set of values and our culture and society have a different set of values. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's a place we don't resonate. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that right. does not mean that you should not stick to your values. Right. I will continue to stick to my values and do what I can to at the best of my ability to help those that I have been tasked with serving. Yeah. Because it's, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Everyone wins. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, when mm-hmm. that anger comes up about it, it's because it is a boundary that mm-hmm. that is being infringed on. So learning how to redirect that anger in a way that will help you serve your clientele better, your people better, yep. is really, that's the key. That's yep. where the real transformation happens. Yeah. And you're on the process. You're in the, on the road. Yep. Uh, so... Anyway, that was my little fussy gussy. Good job, though. I'm proud of you. Thanks. That's that's big work. Yep. And we're only two weeks in. Yay. That's awesome. That bodes well for 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, okay. Yeah. So that was my little thing. Oh, another little thing that came up that someone said, the thing you do on New Year's Day is what you're going to do for the rest of the year. Oh, God. Someone said that to me, too. And I was like, oh, fiddle oh, faddle. Cause right, because that's just artificial. We had a pajama whatever. day, and I don't not going to wear pajama day all year long. You can so. hope, yeah. Right. That would be great. <laughs> now I know there are people in my here. community that believe pajamas are a fashion statement. Fashion oh, they and, are. and sometimes they can pull it off. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, but not the ones the at the grocery store I go to. Mm-mm. If you would see me in my pajamas, they're so cute little flannels with coffee cups on them. Yes, they're which is so which is cute in the kitchen in your living room, but not apparel that you wear to the store. No, um, I wouldn't. No. So anyway, yeah, we couldn't do that. I know I can't pull off pajama day all day, every day in public. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, maybe Maybe this person said that because, you know, if you don't live it, don't make your resolution and live it and say, here's my resolution, but I'll start tomorrow. I think their idea is like whatever you choose to do on New Year's Day sets the tone for the year and tells people where your values are. 
Sure. But my reality is that's a holiday still. Mm -hmm. And it's the last of a long line of holidays. It's the end of our bacchanalia. And I'm tired. Right. Day, all day in pajamas just means I'm taking care of myself. So am well, I going to take care? Go. Is that what 2019 is going to be? Me taking care of myself? Because if that's so, I think we have already missed an entire week of me taking care of myself. <laughs> Slacker. <laughs> Not taking care of yourself. What did I, I, I took care, I just passed out a bunch of donations, about a hundred socks and stuff to homeless folks and went to a, I did stuff I do all the time, but I didn't mm -hmm. do it in my cute little jammies. I would have judged you. You would have judged me? I went tisk tisk. Yeah. Well, tisk, my mom tisk. would never have stepped out wearing. Like even to the backyard, probably. To sweatshirt, sweatshirts and sweatpants. She never would have done that. And mm -hmm. then she hit a. I think like she hit her forties and went, I do not give a crap. Sounds about right. Sweatpants, sweatpants, trackies or whatever. Uh-huh. I sleep they're on, so much. They're on the line. Okay. They're I mean you people wear them because they're gonna they're going out to do workouts or whatever. I feel That's embarrassed. Like I mean I'm forty eight and I feel embarrassed wearing my sweatpants and stuff to my workout. I wear them because it's where it's appropriate, but I'm kinda like, oh, I wouldn't go into a grocery store looking like this. Yeah. And I am no fashion plate. Y'all you can attest right. to that. Yeah. I am right. not. But She's you're not a flannel on a t shirt. Right. right. Yeah. But you're dressing for the occasion. You're gonna be sweating. You're actually gonna be working out. Yeah. You know, it's I, an appropriate wear right. for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I but mean, not the grocery shopping. The grocery you shopping. do not wear sweatpants to the bank. So I don't Just agree. Wrong. I don't agree with what that person said. That what you do on the first is what you do for the year necessarily, unless you can extrapolate, like you said, Candice. Where it's, it's not science based about taking no. care of yourself, well, right? Because, no. like for instance, we were going to work out on that day. That did not work out that for did us. Not work out. <laughs> for us. to work out. You know, we did go that Sunday before, but we didn't go that mm -hmm. day. Yeah. So we should talk about exercise because that is one of the things everybody. It's one of the top things. I'm going to lose weight. I want. Yeah. I want to lose weight, and I'm going to do exercise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why gyms love this time of year. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Memberships go skyrocket for the all night fitness place, and what they yeah. love about that is people will do that for the first month, but then forget about the fact that they're getting billed monthly. Right. Yeah. You know. And then every month they're getting billed, but they're not showing up. Right. And they keep it going because they're, they're going to get back into it. Yes, they have hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think for me, they get embarrassed. You know, I've I've said I don't like resolutions because that amount of change is is too much to ask for upon yourself. Typically, uh, like New York New Year's resolutions. Yeah, yeah. I, I like goals. Okay, I mean, if you can set specific goals, then you can try to measure them, and then from there, you might hit what you actually resolve to do. Mm. You know, um, as they, part of the process, right? Because they talk about like a ripple effect. Like if you say, um, I'm going to um, become a good leader mm -hmm. and you, so you go through training and you go do all this stuff to become a good leader, um, like in your job or whatever, you want to uh -huh. be a better boss. There's a ripple effect around that. By learning all of the skill sets that be, to become a good leader, you learn how to your, your personal relationships with your wife and your kids actually get better. Your um, health will actually get better. Other things will get better around that because you're making uh, a bigger change um, for your, your mental, your lifestyle. It's a bigger mm -hmm. goal. But because of that, to achieve that goal, there's all this ripple effect around that you end up doing. Like, for instance, for me, I said that um, I wanted to um, – well, I know it doesn't work this way, people, so I don't, I don't need the letters, but convert my weight, excess weight, into muscle. Mm -hmm. I know it's not like convert straight. fat to muscle. Yeah, it's not a it's not a straight. It's not conversion. a direct direct conversion, but ultimately it is an indirect conversion. So, but I haven't said to my um, another part of my resolution wasn't I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to cut out all these things and I'm going to do all this stuff because that's that's never going to happen. I mean, that's too much change at one time. But if my goal is to convert my fat to muscle and I start working at that and keep going at that that idea. There's a ripple effect around that. So in order to do that, I'm going to have to work out. If I have to work out and I start seeing the effects, I'm probably not going to say yes to that extra food or that sweet or are those calories worth me doing this? Mm -hmm. You know, you start becoming very judicious about what am I taking in? What am I going to do? Do I really need that second beer? 
how much more time is that going to be in the gym if I do that? You right, know, right. I'm, I'm working, I'm spending all this money, all this time, and all this effort to, you know, sculpt the perfect body, mm-hmm. make myself be the better person I want to be. Mm-hmm. Is it worth sloughing off on that? And then, right. so that's a ripple effect. I'm it's not, a cost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because it's going to cost me something else, mm-hmm. you know? So that's part of there. And then other parts of, of that idea or that goal is becoming more regimented. Um, I've started, you know, trying to switch my clock to an earlier clock. So mm-hmm. I'm getting up a lot earlier than mm-hmm. I have been. I don't know if that'll last, but if I can really see the benefits, mm-hmm. it probably will. You know, it's a natural rhythm I had years ago, and I'm looking at getting back into it. Getting up early and getting your day going earlier. Right, and not burning the candle at both ends. I mean, it's not right. staying up till midnight and getting up at five. Yeah. That's not going to work for me. Right. I'll, I will crash out of that in two days. Mm-hmm. Um, but going to bed at 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and not like I'm going to sleep at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. It's like mm-hmm. going into my bedroom, closing the door slowly get ready for bed, you know, mm-hmm. sit in bed. Maybe I know people will yell at this and say, you can't do that. You know, maybe watch a television show that I don't get a chance to watch mm-hmm. and just be relaxed in a quiet room. Mm-hmm. It's working out great so far. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm getting up at six fifteen right now. Today mm-hmm. was six. Um, and we'll see if I can push it to five thirty. Wow. But. And that's dark. Well, right this now, is the dark of the year, so yeah. it's dark. But I it's mean, cool, you know. I got out the door at seven o'clock this morning, right. and it was dark. I felt like I should see tumbleweeds, snowdrifts. I don't know something. <laughs> there were not very many people wandering around oh, those no. dark streets, and that's I, I like that. And I like that a lot. Even when in the summer, when it's um, seven o'clock, it's still early enough where mm-hmm. it's not as crowded, right? And I like that that part of the, the morning. I really do. So. Well, you talk about ripple effect. It did. Now I have to get the flock up and put them to bed every day. Uh-huh. Until, I mean, I'm every sorry. Day. I'm sorry. Every day. Until <laughs> the sun is up early enough when I leave. That oh, and then our bed. government just changed the time on us. So I'll have another few months. Now, hey, <laughs> a little side fact on that. Yeah. California actually voted. To not do that. So oh, it's very oh, possible. So they're not going to do? Yeah, it's very oh, possible that Oregon and Washington that. will follow it because they, they follow a lot of the same legislation. Oh, I hope we do because mm-hmm. I would really like to not have that stupid time shift. Mm-hmm. That is so messed up. That is so bad for all of our circadian rhythms. It's bad enough we live in a city where you never really get actual full dark. You know, many of us do. Mm-hmm. But you don't actually get full dark because there's lights on all the time everywhere. But then on top of that, we start changing the times of days I mean, that's probably cancer causing. It's got to be. <laughs> well, I mean, you There's research though, that connects a lot of different like heart disease and <clears throat> diabetes and stuff to messed up circadian rhythms. Mm. And, you know, simple thing is like the, the time that the, the way the light changes to cause you to wake up also begins the hunger response. And if you are woken up really early or you're getting up really early sometimes and really late other times, like lights snapping on or, you know, light shifts causing that, mm-hmm. your hunger response changes, which then changes like a cascade effect. It changes all these different rhythms throughout your whole body. Mm. So I'm not kidding. It probably is cancer causing. <laughs> Daylight savings time. They turn it back. We don't do that anymore. Rates of cancer and heart disease go down. That's my prediction. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, uh, I hope it's that simple. Let's, 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 well, we have to test for that and monitor it. So I don't know if we get the results. If no one's It'll be a going. while. It'll be, yeah, a, it'll while. be a few generations. We'll but, a, but another part of that ripple effect is how am I going to eat healthier? How am I going to change what I eat but make it so that it's, it's, it's not um, doing what I've been doing? Because mm-hmm. that's not working either. Um, and Candace turned me on to a book that I refuse to – read for what, six, eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took me a And I time. finally, she said, you really got to do it. So I did, I did it. I'm almost done. And it's, it's a seat change for me. I'm totally going to change everything in my diet. What's the name of the book? It's called Kiss the Ground. Oh, Kiss the Ground. Yep. By um, Josh Tickle. Josh Tickle. Yes. Who laughs every time I say that it's name? It's funny. <laughs> I said I was going to be mature in other ways. Not Especially that since the name of the book is Kiss the Ground That's by right. Tickle. Right. I mean, I, I just was blown away by the chapter by chapter how, you know, most of, most of not all of our 
major issues as a global community could be solved if we farm differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a second. So the only way that that's going to change is if, if consumers, you know, being an American consumer, each, each drop in the ocean has to make a change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I make a change and say, I put my money somewhere else, maybe someone else will do it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, until that happens, um, you know, until that seed change happens where we actually ask for that, it's not going to – in our country, it won't change mm-hmm. um, easily because it's it's governmental forces. It's it's ingrained systems. So, But anyway, that changed – and when I do that and I make that change, that's going to be a ripple effect because somebody else is going to be gaining from my choice. Like yeah. a local CSA. Is that right? CSA? Yeah, CSA. Mm-hmm. Is going to benefit from that. A local farmer is probably going to benefit from that because I'm going to go to them for – our protein, whether mm-hmm. it's chicken or cows or pigs, you know, that kind of thing. I'm going to go to someone that's doing that kind of growing. It's going to cost me more, mm-hmm. but I can eat less too. Right. Because part of it too mm-hmm. is the the idea is that you're going to get a lot more nutrition out of regenerative organic growing than you are from. Yeah. You know, well, and that's types. part of looking at the things that you do right as not being a cost. It's yeah. the things that are unhealthy or destructive, that's a cost. I understand. Yeah. And you're right. Whether it's a money or, or like you said, you know, unhealthy, there's a cost to that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes though, it's so hard when you look at, you know, where your money can go for this, where your money can go for that. They're not apples to apples necessarily, but right. it's just, it's difficult when a head of lettuce costs this much at one store mm-hmm. and it costs this much at another store and, you know, versus organic versus not versus, and I got a family to feed, you know, yep. It's hard. I yep. mean, it might be easier for me because we have three people in our family, but a family of five, they're going to be like, how do I make ends meet? Right. Yep. You know, I have to make these choices. Uh, that's difficult. Yes, it so, is. Anyway. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Oh, so you can make big changes. That's almost overwhelming where you're at. <laughs> I know. In, in, in one week, right? Right. In one week. One, one weekend. Week. All right. One weekend, I've made massive change. You're the yeah. one that said, why don't you read this book? So, Oh, no. I've been trying to make this change happen for a decade. Mm-hmm. And finally, I'm, I'm getting – I think I'm getting a little traction here. So I'm excited. Okay. I forced it 10 years ago. But as I can – you can probably test – it does not – didn't hold. No, no. So – the neck may have wanted to turn the head, but the head kept turning back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now I've got the family starting to go in the direction I want, which is a focus on regenerative regenerative farming. Mm-hmm. I started the urban farm project on our land, which is just a little city lot. I I find it humorous calling it land because that sounds like there's so many acres. I'm like, no, not 0. even 0.25? not even <laughs> not even a quarter. We're point two three. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> so, well, if you count that one area. Or less than of a quarter <laughs> of an acre in the middle of the city. For but, people in the San Francisco apartment, they're like, oh. Oh, look at all I that know, land. right? Yeah. Please, it's a homestead. Yeah, exactly. You have a closet. You don't just live in one. Oh, right. Right. I have multiple it, closets. Oh, my God. Right. And growing up in the Midwest, though, I mean, my parents had almost a half acre in town. That was just normal. Large amount, large, larger well, amounts. Yeah. You know, but, where they lived. Right, right. <laughs> but even the smaller lots, I mean, it didn't. It, it, but it changes your perspective. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's so you move out here and I'm like, all the city lots are tiny compared to what I grew up with as city lots. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, I started that project in part because I wanted to move in the direction of regenerative farming for producing as much of our vegetables as I could. Mm-hmm. And in theory, I could probably feed our whole family vegetable wise on our little land. Yep. But that's a theory. <laughs> that's not a real practice. So and it takes far. a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. And I, I have to. There's that work-life balance thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. I'm not in a position to fully do it. Um, I found over the course of the last year that for me, growing vegetables doesn't seem to really work real well. Mm-hmm. But herbs grow really well for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why exactly that is. But vegetables and good organic vegetables are easily available. Right. Whereas there are a lot of herbs that aren't as easily available. A lot of herbs, they spend a lot longer time growing. Yeah. And yeah. And they're part of it. Whereas more, like, yeah. er, er, vegetables, you stick them in the ground and then you've got a short season to. And you've got to be right on it. To, yeah. And that's, I think that's the big part for me is that I'm not as good at consistently getting out and watering things, mm-hmm. consistently getting out and putting on comp- compost, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I pull weeds mostly. The bind weeds really gotten out of Ugh. you know that I it's I don't horrible. expect it's I'm ever. Yeah, it's incredibly discouraging, and you know I could go through the woe story of when I needed help and couldn't get help years ago when the first infestation began, and I was never able to keep up with it because it's allergy season and I can barely breathe outside, mm. and you know. It, I did not bad. I got my stories, but you. the fact is, <laughs> oh, <you>. yeah, <laughs> well, you were, you, by the time you finally came to help out, it was long past when I really needed the help was two or three years previous to that. Mm-hmm. And individuals who shall not be named did not help. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the money to pay any other individuals <laughs> sure. to show up. And I didn't have community connections at the time to reach out and get help. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, uh, you know, and here I am infestation half a yard bindweed awesome (laughs) so on the plus side i did discover last year that you can eat bindweed in a stew oh good yeah so i'm gonna try that out and that it is actually supposed to be a good nerve and nervous nervine or nervous system recovery herb okay so this next year i was planning to do a little bit more playing with that Mm -hmm. and see how that goes we'll see yeah I don't like bindweed. So, bindweed sucks. I don't like it. I may fall in love with it if I can find a good way to use it. Well, why don't you do that? Because if I'm you trying. do, it'll die. I'm, I'm aiming go. for it. That's what I figured. <laughs> like a vegetable. Treat it like a vegetable. Yeah. As long as I can treat it like a vegetable, we'll be in good shape because yeah. I got plenty of it. I could feed an army. Well, isn't that the one time that you said that um, the herbs that we need sometimes appear and grow near us? Mm-hmm. And when we don't need them anymore, they leave. Yeah. So what's bindweed telling you? Oh, through all those years and even now, it's my nervous system is overwrought. I'm I'm really I've I've spent many years in a position of being really stressed out, and I've had insomnia. I've had what some people would call adrenal exhaustion. There's a whole bunch of people that say that doesn't exist, but either way, I had all those symptoms that get chalked up to adrenal exhaustion. Mm-hmm. I've been through a lot of craptacular fun symptoms that are related to pretty much nervous exhaustion and the results of not being able to get what I really need in my life just because I'm not, I don't have the resources or I don't have people in my life who will, who can give me the space because it's not what they need. And I understand that it's not what they need, but it's what I need. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's something that many of us go through. And then I'm also doing, I've been doing a job, primary caregiver, which is not one, caregiving is not something that's very valued in our country. And it's certainly not care, you know, being a stay-at-home mom is not something that's been valued Mm -hmm. for pretty much my lifetime, Mm -hmm. you know. So I've been doing a job that's also a marginalized job. Mm -hmm. So I've chosen to do the job that's a marginalized job. I've chosen to be in this position, you know, I'm not blaming. I'm just saying that's where I've been. It's probably what the bindweed is there for. Hmm. Artichokes grow really well for me, too. They do. They do. And I do absolutely love them. They're so wonderful. Yeah, I had actually a person that um, dropped me off one day, and he was like, what are those? Yeah. I said, those artichokes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He got out of the car to look Uh because he'd never seen them like that. They look pretty alien. That's funny. And I think they were were blooming because he'd never seen that bloom before. They're gorgeous, yeah. And he's like, what do you do with those? I was like, my wife doesn't do anything with them. She just, I mean, I eat eat them. them, Mm -hmm. But I mean, as far as growing, they just grow. They grow. Yeah. Yeah. They just grow for her. They grow really, really well. I make a lot of bitters. I make a lot of bitters with them. And that's my go-to whenever I get that. You know, when you get those deep hiccups that are like, feel like they're coming out of your stomach, those really horrible ones. Mm. Those are the ones, you know, they like, you almost feel like you're going to throw up from them. Yeah, you can't. Eat. Yeah, they're really the bitters for me. The artichoke bitters works really well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, huh. well, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like uh, well, what our our piece is is that looking at the goal, the broader goal, and yeah, the details kind of go in in there, and then reevaluating the things that take take away from our goal. With more, I guess I I said it as a cost, like you were talking about how mm-hmm. eating more sugar yeah. or whatever, like those things cost. cost yeah, there's you. a there's a yeah there's yeah. a 
there's always a trade for what you're right. doing. Because and we tend to look at those those very things as, oh, but I deserve this thing. So, well, actually, right. the thing that you deserve is the thing that's good for you, the right. thing that makes mm-hmm. you healthier and happier. That's what you deserve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the things, I mean, we look at the the thing that is actually the cost, like the beer or the candy or the whatever that's setting you back on your weight loss goal. You think it's all pleasurable. It's actually not. Mm-hmm. And when you really get off of it and really start to feel healthy and good, you realize those things that you thought were pleasurable really aren't pleasurable mm-hmm. at all. Yep. And the stuff that is good for you usually is actually quite pleasurable. Yep. I mean, there's nothing like a good steamed artichoke. That's true. Right? I love it. That's why it's so good. I wish I could grow it. Well, you know where they grow. You just come and I do. <laughs> Go to your house. Yeah. Get a bag. Yeah. Pocket money. So yeah, the important part is that if you've you've figured out what your goals are, they're centered in your values, you're mo- properly motivated, you've got mm-hmm. a good reason to do it, you know, just keep pushing forward. And mm-hmm. if you have a setback, shrug your shoulders and move on. Yeah. Keep moving. Don't don't quit. Right. If you didn't get to the gym this week and your goal was to get to the gym every week, go next week. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. And remember, anytime you make these changes, it takes time. And mm-hmm. going to the gym, if you haven't gone to the gym in a while, it's going to hurt. Yeah. You are not going to feel oh, awesome no. afterwards. Right. The first few weeks are going to suck. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I remember I had a conversation with a lady. I might have said this in a story before, but she was older. She had kids um, and she wanted to start martial arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, she went to an adult class and she came in and she did it for the first day. And she's like, oh, wow. And I, and I had talked to her beforehand and I said, you're going to feel this. I mean, you may not do a lot today, but you're going to find muscles you didn't know you had. Mm-hmm. And I said, all week, you're going to be hurt. sore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's going to be like this for about three to four weeks. Yeah. Every time you come, it's going to get better and better, but yeah. it's going to really suck. And most people quit because it hurts. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there will be a point where it stops hurting. Yeah. And once you hit that barrier, once you pass the hurt, then you get the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you get all the, you know, then you, then when you leave a workout, you're, you're full of, yeah, you're full of dopamine. Everything is good. You feel great. You don't yeah. hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you can get injured. Sure. Something happens, but the general workout doesn't hurt you anymore. Yeah. You know, and then if you do feel a little bit of pain, you're like, Oh, I know I did something today. Right. Yeah. You know, or that just yeah. that little bit of ache, not, you know, where you can't not even cut the vegetables, right. you know, <laughs> right. Cause when I first started Taekwondo for the first two weeks, I was, I sound kind of like, if I keep feeling like this, there's no way I'm going to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I just kept pushing. I was like, no, you keep going. And then, the, and then, and then the click and then it, and then it changed mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, now I don't hurt anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I knew, knew you would reach that point. So I kept <clears throat> relentlessly pushing you. So that's my advice when I give it to people that haven't worked out and are starting to work out, like in mm-hmm. a, you know full on workouts. Like this is going to hurt, and you're mm-hmm. going to feel this, and you're going to feel it tonight, tomorrow, and maybe even the next day. Mm-hmm. But come back and yeah. build up, almost like build up that callus, so your muscles and body know that this is happening, and, right. and they and they'll re- it does react. Your body does do things to fix itself. Yeah. So got to go through the barrier on yeah. any of this stuff. It does, and, and uh, the way that we support each other should be a little bit different to some people. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if you get, if people are pushing you. No, no, uh, push how, me and I'll probably turn around and slug you. So nobody right. pushes me. So how, but how, what works for you <laughs> to get encouragement to keep going, even though you want to quit something saying good job, <laughs> uh-huh. just acknowledging that I'm working my butt off to make myself do it. You know, that's the kind of stuff. When, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't push Candace to do anything because it never works. No, She gets real pissy with me. So yeah. <laughs> when she does do it, I give the, you know, oh, great job. You did it today. You got yeah. out. You did it. I mean, I know yeah. just, just getting out and doing it's half the battle, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I give her credit for that. You know, I don't say during the workout, you should push harder or go harder or go faster, or go stronger. Oh, no, uh, that would not work. No, she that doesn't respond to her. Now, if someone's doing that to me, it does work because mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, you, I, I need that. I need someone to push me because I won't push myself that I'm always like, well, I can back off here. It's mm-hmm. fine. You know, mm-hmm. but I need someone saying, no, 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 I see you can push harder, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that, that helps me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have to go with a trainer. I have to go with somebody that's, I'm accountable to. Right. Yeah. So. Well, and that's why when you first started Taekwondo, I just kept pushing you for six months until you finally just, it clicked. And then I just stopped pushing you because I didn't have to anymore. Right. 
but I knew that that's what you needed. And I knew at that time that was what was right for you. This time with the weightlifting, I knew that that was right for both of us. But I was like, I don't even have the energy to push you. So I'm going. You can go with me or not, but I'm going. Mm-hmm. And I think you went along to humor me. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, I mean, like with any of these programs, you know, we talk about costs. I mean, there's a, there's a financial commitment to it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's not inexpensive to, to do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, when I'm – 65 and I'm still walking and I don't have a problem and I can do all these other things. I invested in that, I guess. I hopefully will have a longer life because of what I'm doing now. Yeah. And people, if you ask people on their deathbed, what would they say? I probably should have done more for my body. (laughs) (laughs) I probably should have invested there too. Cause you know, it's important to invest for your retirement and make sure that you're okay. But if you don't have your health, it doesn't matter how much money you put in the bank. That's Mm -hmm. right. You know, so yeah, there you go. Cannot have wealth without health. It's true. All right. Well, hey, we had some herbs in the news. We had a couple articles um, that came over, like over the hiatus that I thought were pretty interesting. Yeah, Yeah. that rosemary one that you shared with us I thought was particularly interesting. Right. And that came came from Knowledge Knowledge Ridge Science is the publication that that was in. And then, Sue, you took uh, one step further and you looked at the study. So yeah. we could probably talk about what is the um, the main crux of that that um, that article, if you'd like. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you have that in front of you or not. I have the the study. Okay. In front of me. All right. Um, so the article was reporting on the study, and the basic claims <laughs> they were making was rosemary gives you more uh, mental stamina, potentially. Yeah, and that made me think about other things, but. So, Sue, you've got the article, you have the Uh research that you looked at. What is so the the whole premise was that rosemary water Mm -hmm. helps with your um, mental clarity? Uh, Let's see. Acute ingestion of rosemary water, evidence of cognitive and cerebrovascular effects in healthy adults. So, they it was it's a pilot study, right? And uh, it there were eight adults that they uh, broke into groups and they said, okay, some of you, well, they didn't tell, I guess, who's going to be doing what, but some of them were just drinking mineral water. And then the other people were drinking rosemary infused water. Uh, and they did some cognitive tests like before the, the study. And they also measured their, they did a a, a test, a spec, spectrum infrared Oh, I'd have to look up what the actual name of it is, but they're checking the oxygen levels of their blood okay. um, to check that out and see if it, it makes an actual effect on the body. And it was near infrared spectroscopy monitored levels of total oxygenated and deoxygenated hemoglobin. Correct. Yes. <laughs> in other so, words, how much oxygen is in your blood? No, yeah. yeah, that's right. So, and that would, if you think about that for a second, the, um, it, think about the whole thing about free radicals and in attaching to oxygen, then having fewer um, free radicals, uh, oxygen that's not linked to things would be healthy. So rosemary is a, a kind of obvious for herbalists because we know that there's rosemary antioxidants. It's got high antioxidant value. So this was doing a little study and saying, well, does even just a infused rosemary water have an effect? And in fact, it did. Uh, not only did people have a 15% better testing with the cognitive testing that they did after um, they were giving them rosemary as opposed to the people that were on the mineral water, but they also, their um, deoxygenated he- hemoglobin levels were uh, much higher, which um, that's why it would affect your cardiovascular health and cognitive health. So. They're very specific. They're not saying drop a sprig of rosemary in the water and drink it. That's no. no. What they're talking about is um, basically a cold brew extract of rosemary, like right? A, like cold a, infused. Yeah. Like a, they like didn't. A, they didn't specify what the process was. If well, I remember right, they called it a cold infusion patented process. Oh, uh, in this in the in the No Ridge article, the team uses only fresh rosemary, not dried, 
and the herb is cold brewed to ensure that all the active compounds found in nature are extracted. This right. is not a flavor or an essence. That's what they right. said. Okay. So it sounded like from from this, it was basically like um, a decoction, mm-hmm. but it was just cold, and they let it sit for a while. Infusion, a cold infusion. infusion. Then yeah. you've done that with Tulsi cannas. You you a lot of times mm-hmm. you'll you'll cut just, Tulsi and put that into water and infuse it. it overnight, and then yeah. you drink it. Yeah. You know, um, and for me, I don't. I mean, I drink water because I, I like it, like workouts and stuff. But man, if you put a flavor in it for me, because I really don't like <laughs> oh, yeah. water, I need something in there. Help me out, you know. So and you drink tea? No, it has to be cold yeah. water with some kind of flavor. My my water intake goals. Um, I don't drink water. I don't drink a lot. I don't drink enough fluid. No, he doesn't. I should Not drink even close. You know, I mean. <laughs> National Geographic once had an article on uh, do we drink enough water? Uh And their premise was, based on this article was, coffee, wine, beer, milk, the vegetables you eat, all that stuff all contains water. And that's all part of the overall ounce count for your daily intake. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, coffee is a diuretic and there are certain things there for sure. But if you are consuming liquids all day, that you are going to be hydrated at the end. Yeah, and if you eat vegetables and stuff that are like lettuces and those types of things or fruits, you're, you're, you're taking in water. Watermelon, right. Water, right? Right? Yeah. So they said that was all part of the fluid ounce. This idea that you have all of these things you do, and then you add this, you know, eight, you know, ten eight ounce glasses a day. You know, that's where where, where they were deciding is that right or not? Uh huh. Right. In their mind or in their study, no, mm. it didn't you didn't have to do ten full eight ounce glasses that were you know pure water. Whatever you want to call it, right. but whatever that that aside. Um, so I like flavor in my water. Um, if I could a couple of drops of whatever, I'm, I'm on it. I'll, okay. I'd drink a yeah. lot more water if I it was flavored. Like you throw lemon in there. Sometimes I do, but it's uh-huh. um, and I have to think about it. I mean, I have a bottle right here. I've taken one drink since I got here. I probably uh-huh. should take another one, but it's plain. There's nothing in it. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I know. So you, so you see, you have a bottle on yeah. a table, yeah. and yeah. and you've yeah. already drank those things. Candice, let's see here. Can is the same size water bottle I have, which is about what a twenty two ounce, twenty four ounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hers is about half gone. Mine almost full. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it, if you really want to know if you're drinking enough water or get it taking in enough liquid, you look at things like what color is your urine? Is it and, fairly clear? Yep. And your skin, you do the skin test and pinch your back skin. your hand, and if it bounces back, then you're hydrated yep. enough. Yeah. Is your skin supple? Mm-hmm. And then. For someone like you, you get those headaches. You get an all-over headache across the whole of your head when yeah, you that when I, you're really dehydrated. Right, and I do get those, and that's that's usually you. Yeah, that happens occasionally, but a lot of times, it's, alcohol was in the picture within the last twenty. Which is hours. part of hy- yeah. dehydration, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So in that case, I would disagree with the National Geographic article because I drank a lot of beer the last time, and that did not hydrate me. <laughs> right. Surprisingly, yes. that didn't work out real well. Good point, National Geographic. <laughs> so 10 eight-ounce glasses of beer will not, not create hydration. Yeah, yeah. right. At the end of the day, I mean, even, I even if a lot it's the and it was clear. Uh-huh. Get that I, I'm sure it was. But, yes. but the next morning or whatever, it's got a kind of a migraine here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. So we're talking about. Uh, the rosemary, the rosemary, rosemary decoction, yes. and the fl- and it's above just you know throwing a sprig in for decoration. Right, it's kind right. Of, you know. Right. And I and I thought at the beginning when we were reading it that it was like a like a hydrosol or a hydrolate or. I looked up. I believe it was the correct product. It was the rosemary number one rosemary water, which is was featured in like Vogue magazine and Ooh. BBC, and it was like got a whole ton of press over right. 2018. And I believe that's the one they used yeah, they, in the they study. Use- yeah, number one rosemary and water. That company creates a cold infused, patented cold infused product. They don't mm-hmm. tell us how they did it. They do say it has two percent rosemary extract. The extract is made through this cold infusion process. Uh-huh. So I don't really know for sure what the level of content of rosemary is in their product, mm-hmm. except two percent. I, I would say if you created an infusion with 
a, a strong rosemary infusion. Cold right. infusion, you're probably getting similar. Rosemary has a very strong taste, so mm-hmm. I don't think it would yeah, you'd know. too much. Yeah, to I would think. That. Especially yeah. if it's fresh. Right. Yes. Because it loses a lot when you dry it. But, yes. And uh, they're using, they, the company says they use only fresh. Mm-hmm. So, right. And they used the a, a company's water because I, I think just consistency. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is what these people are drinking. The safety thing to take away from this, if you plan on doing this idea, mm-hmm. is do not add essential oil, rosemary essential oil to water and drink it. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. definitely not okay. No bueno. No. Yeah. No good. And also keep in mind, this is an astringent with any astringent that can affect your digestive system. So if you're yeah. just drinking this strong astringent on an empty stomach, you need to have something in there for, is your stomach is going to go, ooh, it's now time to activate. And if there's nothing in there, you're going to. You're going to eventually start running into acid uh, reflex and stuff like that. So So it can boost your desire to eat. Yeah. So if you're working on weight loss, perhaps not rosemary. I don't know. Or with something like if you put cucumber and something that's hydrating. Yeah. That would make sense. Like, you know, cucumber water that you have down south. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You you have that and some rosemary. That would be a nice balance. I wouldn't worry too much about it, but. Yeah, don't I I I don't think that this is uh, anything more than a pilot study. I look forward to more of it, and it just confirmed for me that yes, antioxidants work, and mm-hmm. rosemary is a, a fabulous herb, and we are really lucky to have it. And I'm looking forward to finding out more about rosemary and how it actually works in the body. Yeah, well, um, I mean, herbalists have known for rosemary is stimulating to the circulation system and helps improve mm-hmm. cognitive abilities yep. for. An awfully long time. And now we know why. Ancient Greeks even. Yeah. We don't have to say, just trust me. And say, and and here, here's one example as to why. Yeah. Yep. All right. So until next time. Put an herb on it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.